Hey guys, welcome to the show. Um, my name is a Scout, and I like to rap about stuff. And hi. Is all right, that, Trey. Is that it? Is that, that all you got? Yeah, that's all I have today. <laughs> What's up, Jason? How are you feeling today? Oh, man, I'm awake, man. I, I'm excited to be alive. I'm excited to be alive, he replies. That's a, um, that's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. Yeah, uh, things are going well. Well, actually, they're not going well, and I'll make sure I mention that. Um, but uh, that is good. Let's see here. Give oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm done with that. Give me a beatbox, <laughs> Trey Trey. Let's get it. Hey guys, now I flip down. I can't pretend that I gotta hear my sound. I'm so profound, lyrically bound. I want away from my people and now we get it down. I'm so hustling, now wrestling. I sent a little thing to Patrick Hickey, hope of man. Hopefully that's the right link, only if I give. Now I'm willing for the people cause they give it in. I make a dividend, like I'm a living win. I'm waiting for my people, but they give them in. And I be waiting, man, did you understand the plan? Did you really want me to make it like I feel the man? Now I gotta roll out, you wanna flow out. I want to blow out, then I have to show out Now I got a thing, only if I'm on this verge Want to rap now, they can call me a nerd And I know that it hurt, and I'm saying that I'm real Only if I can't pretend to keep chill Only if I know what I'm doing Sorry I sent it to Trey instead of you Anyway, I messed up, but hey, what am I doing? Cause I'm real, now I gotta make it forever I'm keeping chill, only if I knew that my game would be cool Did I really have to wait for you and your homie crew? Ooh! Are you looking for a different kind of podcast? How about informative and clean? It will make you laugh. Scout and Trey, yeah, that's what we do. We got a little funny thing, keeping it true. Hey, we take your topics and all your ideas and bring in a guest and we answer them there. Then we make a freestyle rap and do it for you. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep, flows to you, flows to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say it flows to you, flows to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say it flows to you, flows to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say it flows. And there you have it. What is up, everybody? Sorry about my uh, lackluster intro. I was trying to get things going, and I forgot how to be an entertainer. And I apologize. These I things apologize. happen just like constipation, Jason. You just gotta push it on through. You know, you just push things right on Fiber. through. Um, that is great. Uh, Thought you were uh, saying Fiverr for a second. I was like, what? <laughs> I was high because they are our new sponsor, Trey. Um, That'd be kind of cool. But anyway, <laughs> um, well, uh, what time is it now, Trey? Do you remember? It is one of my favorite personal times, Jason. It is called Trey Space. Where we do nothing <laughs> but talk to Trey. For the next... No, it's actually time for Headlines of the Week. All right, sweet. So, uh, Jason, you have your headline ready, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, Zelda got me a taco. Okay. Um, well, I am cultivating a gaming monster. Oh, nice. Cultivating a gaming monster. Nice. What do you got, Patrick? This week, um, enjoying the long weekend 
And uh, yeah, I'm cultivating my own gaming monster as well. My son plays Super Mario World oh, for the first time. Don't sell the story. Today. Don't sell the story. Oh. No, I'm not. My son, not my daughter. Oh, okay. My, We're not my son yet. played Super Mario World. My three-year-old son played Super Mario World for the okay. first time today, and uh, did not want to let it go. So, uh, yeah. you know what? I'm going to change mine too. I'm also cultivating the gaming monster. This is you all cannot take my headline of the <laughs> We're week. Taking it. We're it's, taking it. It's been it. taken. It's been taken. Let's see how it goes. Why don't you, you know, go first? Fine. Uh, I will. <laughs> I bought Aaron a gaming computer for Christmas. Wow. So Some she hus- is. Uh, fiance in? Yeah. Um, <laughs> soon to be husband. Uh, she is now playing one of the most cancerous games in the world. Can you guess what it is, Jason? Madden. No. Patrick, can you guess what it is? It's an online PC game, and it's one of the most played games in the world. I was going to say Bluey, but um, uh, World of Warcraft? League of Legends, close. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> um, I've gotten her into playing League. We're, we're starting off with uh, bots right now because playing against people is super tough starting out. Uh, there is, mm-hmm. I think, beginner, intermediate, no, beginner, whatever. There's three levels, um, and uh, we're at the highest level right now. But there's a lot to learn in that game. It's super fun, but now I'm trying to get her into Minecraft. There's so many games that i want to play with her um but right now that is what we're starting off with is league of legends why league of legends it's free to play and yeah so uh she's pretty good she's doing good she's doing pretty decent uh we're having a good time it's hilarious uh to see kind of like my coaching into like her actual gameplay it's it's funny um because like what i'm saying i would know what i'm saying but to tell somebody who's never played the game before is like speaking a different language so sure. uh, that's my gaming monster story obviously you guys are cultivating that as well somehow in some way take it away jason patrick we'll have to go last because we want to hear your story the most so uh, i decided to i was cleaning out my garage and i decided to get all of my retros all my old gaming systems and plug them to the front uh front tv what i didn't know is that uh my daughter was gonna fall in, my three-year-old was gonna fall in love with playing mario 3d world on wii u and um now that's Why all that we system that's uh that's why I, I don't know it's probably so the funny. only and uh so uh probably because the controller's big um sure but uh she's like oh, the, uh, the gamepad yeah so like literally my my wife's entire day today was playing mario with my three-year-old and she'll walk up to you she'll be like um you are to my wife you are princess peach and i be luigi and then she goes and plays Luigi, and and the worst part Love is it. is that she only can use the big pad, so she's in charge, and so you're stuck. You're like, oh, let's get to the castle, and she's like, no, she's just walking around, like, and you're like, just go to the level, please. And then she doesn't want to play; she'll just become the bubble the whole time. And mm-hmm. so, but my my actual real one, my other one was that uh, I finally fixed a fixed a Zelda game, sold it, and was able to pay for food for our family oh you and fixed so, it yeah i fixed my uh my uh zelda ocarina on time uh and that was rough before yeah i know sorry um <laughs> i was like <laughs> chalkboard chalkboard yeah um oh yeah co- so kokiri of time on the on the zeta quest oh 24 um yeah no well i said i was been working on the puppet show again and yeah, I, I realize that you're a better actor than me. So I'm like talking to the camera like 
do you know elements of hip hop are cool? It's terrible. Anyways, uh, what do you got, Patrick? Tell us about your story. Uh, please well, to to deviate from the uh, the child the children first. Like I, I uh, we've got a lot of great stuff coming. So like I, I had an opportunity to really get some writing done this weekend, which was cool. So wrote two brand new uh, comic book series that are gonna uh, debut later this uh, this year. But I super fun stuff. Um, but uh, oh my god, the last two days it's just like things have kind of like come into perspective. I watched like all of Echo with my daughter. And um, she's such a co- she's six. She's such a comic book like junkie. It's so much fun to just have her ask questions like, "Why is Kingpin so bad? Uh, wh- why is Daredevil fight the way that he does? Oh, Hawkeye is really cool." And it's just like she's so she's so knowledgeable already for a six year old. Like it's so much fun. And then um, yeah, I played Super Mario World with my son for the first time today, and he loved it. So it's just like it's crazy that I'm this big pop culture geek, and they're they're kind of like along for the ride and and finding their own things that they like so that that's kind of been like the last uh the last week it's slow now because it's the winter semester i'm only teaching one class so i get to spend a lot more time at home with them so it's just a lot of fun to see them grow into you know nerdy pop culture geeks that's awesome man super sick comics mario hanging with the hanging with the little ones yeah man you'll be teaching the babies how to beatbox i can't wait it's gonna be the highlight of my life it's it is definitely being a parent is one of the coolest things it's the best um, oh yeah. quick yeah. side tangent i think it's wild how mario can captivate so many people when it's one of the most basic games out there you know what i'm saying beauty beauty by simplicity you know that's you get power-ups you get to do crazy other things and then there's the you know mario odyssey which goes buck wild into a 3d mm-hmm. world yeah and all kinds of different stuff you can do. Mario Odyssey was easily one of the best Mario games ever made. So good. One of. One mm-hmm. of. It's a good game. Well, I said I forgot about all the randomness that the Wii U has where you have to like blow into the controller or you have oh, to like, yeah, yeah, man. tap the thing. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about all this randomness. Um, but she she figured it out. She's like, and I'm like, okay, you blew it too far and we like fly off and die. And So uh, much yeah. fun. Yeah, it was a good time. It's been funny. So... Uh, Super sick. Yeah, now you're thinking of all the other good stories. I said, uh, uh, my son. Oh, I had to watch Home Alone 2 this week, by the way. Oh, nice. You had to or wanted to. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is a bit. And so, yeah, no, because my son is all about the Twin Towers right now. Oh, the Twin Towers? Yes, the World, the world Trade Center. Okay. And the Twin uh, Towers. The, the I thought former, I heard yeah. Wonder mm-hmm. Twin Towers. So and like, so oh, he, okay. uh, he found out that it's home alone too and so i was like excited i'm like sweet we get to watch home alone too get some popcorn um yeah um so we watched uh got to that part and then he made me rewind it and watch that three minutes 50 times and then he was like dad i, I heard it's a uh uh also we should watch a, vid- a youtube video on it and i'm like sweet we ended up watching the zoning of the new world trade center documentary a 45 oh. minute awesome thing twice instead of how old is he two. he's six. Oh wow <laughs> they're just nice. built different than we, than we were like, he loves it he like oh world you know you know who owns uh tower seven dad and i'm like oh lord why why am i doing this anyways uh now that was way too long uh trey Yes, uh, this is uh, my next part, and uh, my next part 
of the show that is one of my favorites. Man, that was really hard to say, but we're going to get through it. It is time for freaking quiz. I hope you're ready uh, because this one is going to be a real banger. And it, I love it because we're talking about all the things that's going to involve. And this is a video game quiz. Ooh. I hope you guys came prepared. Mm. Patrick is going to destroy Jason. Do you see uh, the do you see the, his background trait? He's gonna and yeah, he's gonna destroy me. So uh, here's the thing: it might be a good match, it might not. But here's the thing, Patrick: you and Jason will get uh, to answer a whole bunch of questions I throw your way. They are open ended <laughs> until I give you some multiple choice. Unless you guys were having a really hard time, um, but we'll kind of bounce back and forth. Uh, who gets to go first with the quiz? Uh, questions and you get to you guys will both get to answer all of them. Uh, whoever has most of the end wins. Real quick, uh, Patrick, how many books have you written about video games, please? Just real quick. Seven in yeah. two thousand, and they're in two thousand libraries worldwide, including Harvard, Yale, Stanford, UCLA, Berkeley, and the University of Shanghai. Yeah, that is more than me. This is gonna go bad because I have zero. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna go. This is gonna go bad. This is we'll gonna be see. awesome uh yeah no i mean it, it could it could flop and then that might be on me i don't know but uh as a as much of a nerd as a gamer at, as i am uh let's get down to the nitty-gritty are you guys ready yep. yeah phenomenal that's what you thought before we started this quiz all right we always start with our guest first patrick mm -hmm. question number one what will Wright created um man this is so bad he created a video game series that was released in 2000 with sequels in 2004, 2009, and 2014. In this video game, it saw players watching and directing characters to mundane things like eating, sleeping, and cleaning their house. What is this video game? Oh. Uh, Sims. Okay. Jason, same question. Uh, Sims. Congratulations. You guys both got the first question. At correct. first, I, I was not going to get that until the last clue. Nice. I mean, I should have just left it at that then. Um, all right, Jason, you're up first. Regarded as one of the greatest video games of all time, what 1981 arcade game featured the Tiddler Amphibian trying to cross a road without getting squashed by cars and a river without getting eaten by predators? Frogger. Phenomenal. That that could be the correct answer. I'm not sure. Patrick? That's the correct answer. Absolutely. Phenomenal. You guys are blowing this out of the park. That is correct. It is Frogger. Mm -hmm. On to the third question. Patrick, Let's go. which PlayStation platform released in 1996 has you play as the titular character, a marsupial uh, prone to mayhem who is captured and mutated by Dr. Neocortex? Crash Bandicoot. I actually interviewed one of the creators for my PlayStation book. Points. That is phenomenal. Uh, Jason, same question. Crash Bandicoot. That's crazy how he's just kind of like going off of your answers let's make it a little bit more difficult jason what is thought to be the first video game created in 1958 and became popular in the 1970s pong you sure about that yep all right patrick up to you what do you think is the correct answer oh my god it's like either space war i'm oh, pretty no. sure that's oh. the name space war yeah congrats that's correct um I and then we're gonna that. move we're gonna move right i was gonna along, say star I'm, wars but then i'm like no it's space war mm -hmm. <laughs> we're gonna move right along um one two uh so patrick mm -hmm. which spooky 2001 game starring mario's brother got a reboot for the nintendo, nintendo switch in 2019 luigi's mansion phenomenal 
which well no that's okay yeah that's fine jason same question luigi's mansion <laughs> that's crazy how he's literally just answering what you answer i, don't I wonder why about. this is the case uh it is correct it's luigi's mansion it's one of my all-time favorite video games uh jason which video game console released in 2006 pioneered the use of motion controls in its gameplay No, no, don't help him. Do not help him. Uh, we, it, it has to be, it has to be, uh, uh, Wii Sports. All right, you're going to answer the Wii. Look, I'll give it to you, Jason. Okay. You're, you're just doing this for me at, right at this point. I said Wii Sports. Okay. Wii Sports. Well, you said what console? Mm-hmm. Oh, you said, but here's what... the thing. He already answered. So, oh, yes, Patrick, come on. it's going to go right back to you. It's, it's the Wii. Yeah. Well, we phenomenal pack and title yeah. here. Mm-hmm. See, that's crazy... what I was struggling because I thought you said game, and I'm like, well, there's tons of games in the Wii. How am I gonna get the right one? The thing mm-hmm. about the Wii is, my mom stood in line. There was only ten people, and I gave her all of the gift cards I'd been saving for like a year. And she went and purchased this thing. It was the craziest thing because that is one of the few gaming consoles that have like sold out, revolutionized yeah. everything, and now no mm-hmm. one plays it. Yep. No one plays it unless you just don't have a GameCube, which I sold mine because it could only read mint condition discs. I mm-hmm. regret selling it because it was my GameCube. Uh, looking back on it now, but uh, anyway, the Wii was crazy. All right, now here's the here's the thing, folks. Mm-hmm. You guys are neck and neck. Jason is one point away. This could be anybody's game. This is the coup de gras. The mansion for the mansion and the yacht. Patrick, mm-hmm. what is my favorite video game of all time? Wrong answers only. Oh, that's not fair. Eat him and beat him on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. <laughs> okay, okay, Jason. Maniac Mansion on the Ma- Super Nintendo. Maniac Mansion. Yeah. Now here's the thing. I'm I'm double double jeopardy. I'm gonna give it to Patrick. I'm gonna give it to Patrick. <laughs> Jason, what is my favorite video game of all time? I I feel like you should know this. Halo. Patrick. Hmm, your favorite game of all time. You mentioned okay, look, League J- of Le- you mentioned League of Legends before, so. I'm thinking before, something along the lines answer, of like before you answer, mm-hmm. before you answer, mm-hmm. Jason, I'm gonna give you another shot. Mm-hmm. It's on the Nintendo 64. Ooh. Oh, Smash Brothers! Did I do it wrong again? Yep, it's okay. Patrick's turn. Uh, is it Super Smash Brothers? Is that the one? It's an RPG. Oh, it's an RPG. So there's only oh, there's there's virtually like no RPG on the Nintendo 64. So we're talking like um. Quest 64, like <laughs> there's there's oh, not a lot of RPGs. No, I know what it is. It's Mario RPG, right? No, that's not 64. Paper Mario? Is it Paper Mario? Oh my gosh! Congratulations! That's correct. Paper there's Mario only like three oh. RPG. Yes, yes, the first one. It is. Dude, I thought yep. it was on no Super Nintendo. Way. That's crazy. I thought the he first actually Super got Mar- Mario was on Super Nintendo. No, no Mario no. RPG is on the Super Nintendo. The first oh. Paper Mario is on. I the said Nintendo in 64, 64 though. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, you're good. You're good. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. So, at Jason, I'll give you props. You, you did your best. And honestly, like, Halo was a great answer. It is still one of my top favorites. But 
hands down childhood paper mario is the goat <sighs> in my book because it's just beautifully made and then they love to ruin things so now it's dog water so that's okay because it still keeps its amazingness uh but congratulations patrick you win the quiz uh and for your win you get this nice little trophy our oh, jaime nft this. congratulations it's even funnier because he knows jaime <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. I'm, <laughs> team, I'm, I'm team Jaime, man. Jaime is awesome. He's a supporter. So, so yes, that obviously, uh, again, we keep having to say this, but that is not what Jaime looks like. He is not job no. of the gut over here. Um, <laughs> he did just that's the way Jason edited it. I like it because it's got like some, you know, he's far, far away from the camera or something. Anyway, I'm done with that. Congratulations, Patrick. Any bra you know, Thank you, sir. La bragging last words, shove it to Jason, anything like that. You got a speech? No, no, just uh thank thank you for thank you for uh, having me and uh I'm sorry, Jason, that uh you were you were put in the ring with me because there there's not many that could survive. So, yeah, and no, you did. So I know better yeah. than try to if if we were at Jeopardy and it was me and you and there was a video game one, I would know not to kick that that uh that category i would be like no nah, i'm good i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lose those points <laughs> you did better than becky lynch did in celebrity jeopardy so you should be yeah. proud of yourself so you i will say um props to jason because honestly patrick even though gave you most of the answers you did great i knew all um, those answers all right well we're gonna go with that uh we're gonna we, move right along we Jason, got our first bot in the comments by the way just one of the nice oh, of today uh, yeah looking for excited about the new the new sorry bot for bothering you yeah anyway <laughs> uh all right so jason why is patrick on our show today well when i asked patrick to be on the show i think a year and a half ago uh, <laughs> uh he uh he said uh, dream big and let your kids catch the vision why patrick do we need to dream big and let our kids catch the vision for a better year I, I just think uh, if your kids kind of see what you're passionate about, if they um, if they see that like you're working hard and hustling, but you have like a genuine love for a genre of music or some type of pop culture, like it's going to be infectious and you're just going to have like a different type of kid, you know, and it's there's so many kids out there that are just like, I hate to say it like this, but there are so many kids out there that are doing just what their parents are doing, which is like a nine to five. They don't have anything that they're passionate about. They don't have anything that they love. They're just like really bitter and angry and stuff like that. So it's just like when your kids see that you love things and that you're passionate about things, that you have opinions and things like that, you just you get a better kid. So um, that's I have two and I want to have better kids. So, um, yeah, man, that's what it's about. Wow. That's amazing. There are so many times where I get frustrated because I, I am doing that dream life, but I'm like, man, I, if I had a real job, we wouldn't have to struggle or we wouldn't have to be in this situation. But it's reminding reminding myself that they're seeing their dad follow their dreams, and that's all I want them to do, right? Like, like yeah, that's man. why I watch a full documentary on the zoning laws <laughs> of, of the World Trade Center because I love how fixated he can get on things because, like, that's that's some that's some genius junk if he's gonna just be focused on that i'm cool with that like live your life dude like oh the stuff that we learned the stuff i learned did you know that big ben isn't the clock big ben big ben in london is actually not the name of the clock right oh it's wow the name of the bell that it rings, and the um. clock rings. 
uh, learned that on YouTube from my son who fell in love with Big Bean over Christmas. And so, well, uh, yeah, there you go. But uh, party yeah, tricks. the whole point of this is one of the coolest things and one of my favorite things about news. And you have so many things that we have so many things to talk about, Legacy Comics and all that stuff. But one of the coolest ones is your daughter. She uh, she has her own comic. Yes, she does. She has her own comic, which is called My Brother and the Ladybug. And uh, she's got two covers. She's got a ver sexy variant cover that you can actually color in. If you're a kid, you can color <laughs> wow. this in. Um, and uh, and this is the cover A. But um, yeah, man, I've been running. I've been doing this comic book stuff for about three and a half years. And my daughter has been by my side the entire time. And um, we, we just moved in July. And uh, the move really like hit her hard and uh you know new school new friends and stuff like that so like in july i was just like you know she's sitting around the house not doing much and like it was really hot outside she didn't want to go outside and she's like you think i could write a comic book and i was like sure go ahead and she's like just like that and i i got a piece of paper and i folded it in half and i wrote like page one page two page three page four page five page six so like a, a typical ash can comic like a short comic is six pages so i'm like write a six page story and we'll see what happens and she ended up writing this story which is it's basically nonfiction. it's about how much she wanted to be a big sister and um i remember reading it the first time and going this is better than like 90 percent of the scripts that have been sent to me over the past like year i'm like That's i cannot wild. believe like it, it had like point a point b point c like character development like i'm like this little girl like can actually like tell like a story. So I obviously went in there and as the editor in chief of legacy comics, and I script a lot of the comics too. I went in there and cleaned it up and tightened it up. And I sent it to one of our artists and he's like, Oh my God, she wrote this. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, let's do this. Let's make it happen. So we were originally going to surprise her for Christmas, but it was just like all over Facebook. And like, you, you I mean, you guys know kids are just constantly, constantly on the phone and over your shoulder and stuff. And she ended up seeing one of the pre-order pages. So we had them in the house for like a week and um, she saw them and then uh, she saw the page on the site and we ended up just showing them to her and uh, she lost her marble. She couldn't believe that we published it. And um, it's so funny because in like three weeks, it's like our number six best-selling comic on the site. That's crazy. And, uh, and she's signing comics and stuff. I'm going to take her to New Dorp Comic Con with me in May. I'm going to give her a little space at the table so people could come and say hi to her and she could sign and stuff like that. And she <laughs> she signed um she signed a um writer's contract like in November. She had no idea what she was signing. Um I was like just sign this, you know? So she gets paid the same royalty that every writer for Legacy gets paid. Um I just wrote her first royalty check yesterday. So um, she's, you know, if I tell her the other day, I was joking around with her. I'm like, go get a job. And she's like, I, I do have a job. And I'm like, what's that? She's like, I'm a comic book writer. And I'm like, you're right. Yep. You are. That's what I get. So, you know, but um, it just comes from, you know, when I was a kid, my parents really didn't do anything to like foster my creativity. Like um, I would want to stay home and play video games and write. And then they would force me out of the house. And like, luckily I, I'm six foot four. I'm a big guy. I would play basketball and play hockey and stuff like that. But it was just like, um, they never took my writing seriously and then i remember um i was working at nbc and um i didn't change my address on my uh on my checks when i moved because like when i first started working at nbc i was still living at home and then i ended up moving so naturally 
my parents and you guys, I'm sure you guys, your parents were the same way, open your mail all the time. And uh, my dad's like, you get, you get paid this much to write. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, holy crap. Like, that's not right. That's not fair. And I'm like, yeah, it is because I went to college. Like I have three degrees. Like you didn't pay for any of my college, you know? So it's just like, um, I never want to put my kids in that situation. You know, so it's just like if my daughter wants to dance, then she could go to dance. If she wants to play baseball, she can, you know, like I want to foster them as much as possible. So she loves comics. She loves fiction stories. She loves to read. Um, so this was like a way for me to, you know, bring her in into like this world in, in a really cool way. And she's she's already started writing like her next one. So I'm super proud of her. That's wild. Like yeah. she is living the how. OK, how old is she? Six. Six. How in the what? That's so crazy. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. she's living more of my dream at at thirty, <laughs> and she's six. This is crazy. That's awesome. It's awesome. It's it's like I call her my chief cuteness officer because like she she knows like all the drama, like in the comic book industry. Like when I, I'm on the phone with somebody, she'll get off the phone and be like, "Are we really doing that?" Like, is that what we're doing? Like, do you think that that comic could come out next, like next spring? But like, she's like this little tycoon, you know, she's so good. I'm so proud of her, you know, so That's um, wild, man. Congrats. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you. She's been reading since she's four. So, I mean, she's she she's been reading and writing since she's four. So she's like uh, she's advanced, you know, for her for her age. So I just want to cultivate it as much as I possibly can. How proud? How proud are you, man? Oh, it's so funny though too because like she wants she wants to have the number one book on the site and then she's like you won't be mad at me if i have the number one book on the site right i'm like no i won't be mad at you like at all you know and then it's funny though too because i have the other writers and artists at legacy and I i'm joking around with them like yo little home slice little home girl outsold you like this quarter she's and they're six. like oh <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, like she's six, and they're like, oh, because she wrote a cute book, and she's this cute little girl, blah 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 blah. I'm like, she doesn't have a Facebook account, she doesn't have any way to market herself, but somehow, some way, she sold a few hundred issues of her comic. Like, come on, guys, can we step it up a little bit? Can we do what we have to do? You <laughs> That's know, wild. So what it's so it? funny. You're gonna regret uh, having her at the Comic Con with you because you're gonna be like, you you spent all this time building all this this whole thing, writing all these books, and then the line's gonna be for her. That's fine. <laughs> like, that is that is fine. You know, I don't I don't mind at all. You know, so it's it's fine. Was it so. one of my favorite things uh, that happened this summer? Was uh, 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 Matt Hardy? His daughter went viral as Gothic Baby. And like yeah. they had it where like people started seeing Matt Hardy and going, "Dude, you're Gap, you're Gothic Baby's dad." It's like, wait, what? It's it's Matt. It's like Hardy. you know who I am. I'm Matt Hardy. God <laughs> like, damn it. I have my own action figures, bro. I have like twenty five versions of them. But uh, it's so funny because it's just like, nope. And then so I think they did a Comic Con where everybody was doing pictures and stuff with uh with uh Gothic Baby, which just makes me laugh. And so, I'm totally. I'm totally fine with that. It's just like, you know, yeah. like I said, growing up, like um, my, my parents never pushed me like that. You know, it was just like, um, oh, when you turn 18, you'll move out and you'll get like a nine to five and stuff like that. And that's just like not the way like that I wanted things to go. I went to college. I have associate's degree, a bachelor's degree, a master's degree in journalism. I've been I've taught college for 18 years, you know, so it's like 
I just wanted to have a different type of life and, you know, yeah. being able to cultivate my daughter being this already has been, it's been a lot of fun, you know? That's so. amazing, man. Um, Congrats, that's dude. so cool. As Thanks, said, man. As a dad, I see that and it makes me so happy. Um, I said, I want to, yeah, so cool. Uh, now they have all kinds of other news. Uh, what was it? Your, uh, let's see, what have we got? We got all kinds of good stuff. Tell me another cool thing. Yeah, oh, so we just we just finished up. Uh, yeah, yeah. So um, what happened was um, it's so crazy because I was wrapping up, uh, you know, my my brother and the ladybug, and uh, that was supposed to be at, like our last book for the year, you know. And this was like end of October, uh, beginning of November, and then I get a call from a actor friend of mine who I interviewed probably like 12, 13 years ago, and we stay in contact every once in a while and stuff and he's just like um bro i saw you on facebook and we're doing this play and i think it would be really cool if you did a comic book version of the play for us like could do you think that you could have like a 12 page comic done by like the middle of november like they they're, they were giving us like three weeks wow which is like ins- which is like insane yes it's insane and I, I talked to my artist, Chris Booth, one of my artists, Chris Booth. He's super talented. And I was like, you think you could do this? And he's like, we could try. And the, he hustled his rear off. He turned in something really great. So we ended up doing a 12-page comic for the off-Broadway play Lone Star. Um, it's free digitally on LegacyComics.com now. But um, we uh, we ended up getting a billboard on Times Square that we designed, that Legacy Comics designed. And uh, that was pretty crazy to go to like – 48th street and 7th avenue and look up at the billboard and just see like you know the legacy comics logo there um on loop for like a month um and then they ended up using our art in the comic in the play like as transitions on the screen which was pretty badass so um 2023 was really fun just just for um the off-broadway play my daughter's book coming out. And then I mean, Russell quest and Renfield came out and those are two different, two crazy different stories in their own right. Oh, but it wow. was just like really fun, really fun. Like if you would have told me in the beginning of 2023, that I would have a billboard in times square that I would voice 64, 65 characters in a video game. And then I would voice Nicholas cage and Nicholas Holt in a video game. I would tell you that you were crazy. So it's just like, um, the last three months have been really crazy. So that's, oh. yeah. Uh, you know, I haven't thought about this yet. Have you got to go like any of those? Um, I bet, bet not, but any of the Comic Cons or the stuff you go to, have you got to interact with any of the wrestlers that you parodied? <laughs> so it's actually, um, I spoke, I did a panel at PAX East um, in 2022 and 2023, and I got to meet Jeff Jarrett um, both times and um, got to have dinner with him. And uh, the first time, the first time that I met him, he was like, do my voice. Just do me. Like, and I was just like, um, like he totally put me on the spot and I'm not yeah. really like in real, like real talk, hashtag, like real talk. I'm like, um, I'm not necessarily like an impressionist. I like them going, um, this is what this character sounds like. Uh, this is what this character looks like. This is what kind of what we're going for. Like create a character. I don't like to impersonate, you know, like I can, you know, um, but I, I'd rather like the stuff that I did like for uh, the Padre on uh, what's it called on Switch and Xbox and stuff. That was a lot of fun because I got to create that character and stuff. But um, the Russell Quest stuff was different, really, because it was like impersonate, like you know, 
hawk and animal and and you know and and this guy and that guy so that was fun like to meet those guys some of them like i got to we were on a zoom call like with uh oh my god who was it um it was like ign and i was on there with jeff jarrett and jake the snake roberts and like i love <laughs> i love like i have a jake the snake roberts snake bag like right over there signed from him that he, he sent to me and um you know, just getting to talk to him. And I told him a story like, uh, like I'm, I've been a college professor for 18 years and, um, I'll never forget in the job interview, the woman says to me, she's like, you know, you're kind of large. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And she's like, if, if a student got in your face, how would you respond? And I was just like, I just thought it was like the dumbest question that you could ask somebody in a job interview, you know? And, uh, for some reason, a Jake, the snake Roberts promo, like just shot into my head. And I just looked at her like dead in the face. And I was just like, my father told me a long time ago that if I ever uh, needed to say something important, I never have to raise my voice. And I said it just like him, super calm. And the wow. woman was like, the woman was like blown away. And I got the job. That's crazy. So then I tell, I tell Jake the Snake Roberts the story. And he's like, oh, so you owe me everything. <laughs> and I'm like, you're right, I do. I'm like, I owe you everything, sir. And he's Bro. just like, don't worry about it. He's like, you got any hot students? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, da, da, da. Oh, like, my God. Years, years old. He, yeah, he's he's a pisser. He was so funny. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so like I've gotten to interact with with a bunch of with a bunch of the wrestlers and stuff like that. I've interviewed so many wrestlers as a journalist, though. Like I've interviewed like Rey Mysterio, Chavo Guerrero, Bob Backlund, Diamond Dallas Page. Like, sure. you know, so. Is so, it but weird? It's fun. It, is it weird as a guy that's done reviews and all that stuff to see all those reviews on the video games that you've done? Like, I know with, I, I, I loved all the amazing um, reviews that WrestleQuest got, but I imagine as a person that writes those, is that weird? Like to see, and then are you critiquing the review at the same time? Yep. And the thing is too, like I'm a journalism professor, like I'm the head of the journalism program for my college, you know, um, I'm the chairperson of the city university of New York journalism discipline council, you know, like, um, and the thing is there's so many of those reviews that like, I wanted to contact the writer and be like, bro, you could just come down and take a class. I'll teach you how to write a review, you know, that's like not a, that's not a review. Like, you know, what's going on here. But the thing is too, in, in all fairness, like, um, I would say I haven't written like a real review in like nine years since I started um, writing the video game books. And it's just like the older I get, the more I'm like, a lot of these reviews do so much more damage to a game than they do help. Because like even if like if a game is universally like praised, some people won't buy the game because they're just like, oh, it's great. They don't need my money. Blah, 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 blah. Why, why then- in the world would. Yeah. And then sometimes a game gets panned so bad that people won't give it a shot when sometimes, and that's the thing. I think reading a lot of the WrestleQuest reviews, I came to acknowledge the fact that like one of the guys, oh my God, I took my hat off. This is how hard this one hit me. Um, This guy wrote a review and he was like, oh, WrestleQuest reminds me of, of the greatest days of professional wrestling video games, SmackDown versus Raw 2010 and 2011. Uh, uh, uh. And I'm like, is this ki- is this guy like twelve? I'm like, is this is this critic like twelve? And then I'm like, I'm doing the math, and I'm like, yeah, he's like twenty five. And I'm like, the heyday of wrestling games is the Nintendo sixty four era, mm-hmm. you know, like No Mercy, WWE, WrestleMania, WrestleMania two thousand, yep. WCW versus the World, Virtual yep. Pro Wrestling, and stuff like that. And I'm just like, 
this game wasn't made for him, but now he's writing for a publication that has millions of followers and he's going to like determine whether or not people are going to play this game when this game wasn't really made for him. You said before that you like Paper Mario. You would love WrestleQuest because of the fighting system and stuff like that. And I just feel like so many people that were expecting like a straight-laced RPG that don't like wrestling, they would be like, eh, on it. But then people that love wrestling, that wanted more of a wrestling game, sure, would be like, this is more RPG. So it's just like, I feel like a lot of, it's so important. It's like, as you know, the owner of a comic book company, the writer and artist you put on a, on a concept can change the project entirely. The wrong artist oh, yeah. can kill a book. The wrong writer can kill a book. But it's like the wrong critic. Like if you, it, it's like me personally, um, I'm not a huge soccer fan. But if I reviewed a FIFA game, I would play last year's FIFA game, the FIFA game before that. I would look at interviews with the developers. I would see what games they've worked on, and I would try and be as unbiased and fair as possible. But most most critics do not do that, you know. So it's like I felt like a lot of the reviews on and WrestleQuest still did really good. I think its Metacritic is like seven point two, which listen, that's that sweet spot. You want to get over good. seven, yeah. You want to be over seven, but it's like it deserved. It deserved more than that. So, yeah, it was really hard to read some of those reviews and just be like, man, well, oh, yeah. some of you guys can't write. And some of you guys don't know, don't know video games like nearly as much as you think that you do. So it's pretty wild. I think that's what, what you were saying, too, is it, it, it goes right into movies as well, because quite frankly, I'm one of DC's biggest, biggest critics. And and honestly, like a lot of the movies have been bombing because, quite frankly, they're they're trying to do this formula that's just not working because we need backstory i know we've got a million reboots but we need a captivating character you need to pick the right actor like stop rebooting stop please so or they're just or they're just not marketing it's like blue no, beetle yeah. was not a bad movie it wasn't that movie was great and, they didn't and market the same it. thing the same thing with black adam black adam i personally liked and quite frankly would have been fine against him and superman that i was like stoked to see that movie Mm -hmm. And then they canned it. It's like you have something you build and build and build and stop. Yep. And it sucks for Marvel because we're in this weird superhero uh, fatigue era where it's like another superhero movie. Okay. Endgame was kind of the, 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 the coup de gras climax of what we have all been waiting for 10 plus years in the making. And so, like, it's just tough when you have all these critics come through who's never played a wrestling game or have never seen a superhero movie. And they do these, uh, these you know, criticisms or these reviews of this thing. And it's like, you don't have no idea what you're talking about. So, yeah, I'm, I'm exactly in agreement with, with what you're saying. That's crazy. So, uh, we got a few more minutes. Is there anything else, uh, Legacy Convicts or any other Patrick Hickey Jr. Uh, information that you want to get out there or just tell people or talk about the actual uh, projects that are coming up. Yeah, we have so many great comics coming out for uh, 2024. If you're fans of our Conjury series, which is like our, our flagship series about a New York City homeless man trying to find out who uh, killed his father. It's very Frank Miller-esque Sin City meets like the Highlander meets early Spawn. It's so much fun. We've got two um, two more books coming out early this year in that series. If you like pro wrestling, we have our uh, pro wrestling bank robbery thriller, um, The Job, which is about a jobber, Dan Dero, that robs banks with his wife when he's not wrestling. Um, we've got some new issues of that coming this year. Um, we also have a couple of new creator-owned 
um, franchises coming out for, for the first time in 2024. So if you guys go to Legacy Comics, C-O-M-I-X, com. We have so much stuff coming for January, February, March, April. So much really cool stuff. And if you guys have never checked us out before, we have physical comics. We have digital comics. We even have trading cards where in the back there's a QR code. You can scan it and the comics will open up straight on your phone in high resolution. You can see the comics like at the same size that they were actually drawn on. Um, really, really cool stuff. Um, so check us out. Our Patreon is updated every day. Our website is updated every day. We're on socials, Instagram, Facebook, updated every single day. Um, so that's Legacy Comics. Like I told you guys before, I'm a voice actor. Uh, done work in over 25 games. Um, the most recent games um, are Renfield, um, WrestleQuest. Um, also got a couple of other games that are in the hopper that are going to be coming out later this year. So just follow me, Patrick Hickey Jr. I'm Google verified. You can check out all of my cool stuff that I'm working on. And uh I love interacting with people. My Facebook profile is public. I throw up a ton of questions. I love interacting with people. So come on down, join the party. I had a couple more questions before we move on, if, yeah. that, if that's okay, Jason. Uh, so I'm doing this and, for you. You're the one that complains about me not staying on topic um, or not staying on the timeline. Well, here's the I'm thing. Just I, don't, trying to be professional. I don't have to be anywhere. I don't have to be anywhere. But um, <laughs> so, yes, please. For, some, for someone who, yeah, 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 I just had to. They're sadly long winded for someone who is trying to make a comic-esque thing uh and wants to go a more podcast route because they're trying to save money and they don't have a giant network of illustrators storyboarders and the and the like what would your advice be i just realized you're silly trey uh if you wanted to start a comic book podcast it it's it he could has a totally be a that he wants oh yeah to make. it could totally be a comic book slash graphic novel easily i just don't have the funds or the people for that i have people that have great ideas but so th so the thing is um maybe like three years ago um i met an artist through a friend and i told them let's do a six page story together and we're probably not going to make any money but you have my word that i will try and pitch it to as many people as possible and uh we'll try and make it happen and it was a story conjury the one that you know this guy right here um i wrote it when i was 18 and at that point i was you know 36 and i was just like i wrote it it's ready to go he drew it and then he just left it to me and it was like if we make no money we make no money but it's really good and um i just i sent pitches out to dark horse to image to marvel to dc and some of them never answered back and then just one day i interviewed a an indie comic book publisher and the interview got like a ton of traffic. And he's like, if there's ever anything that I could do for you. And I was like, no, 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 it's okay. And then I got off the phone with him and I'm just like, I'm going to send him that book. So I send him the book that we did in within like 30 minutes. He's like, I have to sign you guys to a contract. And he ended up publishing like the first four issues of Conjury. And then during the process of those four issues coming out, I'm like, I've written seven books on video game history. I'm seeing how the comic book industry works. Why don't I just start my own comic book company? Had no money to do it. Went to Kickstarter. And I told my wife, I'm like, if the Kickstarter doesn't get funded, then this comic book stuff dies right now. It's over. But if it gets funded, then we're going to have enough money to release like four or five books. And then it's just a matter of us selling books to stay afloat. Like the way any publishing company works. If Marvel doesn't sell books, they don't exist. You know, um, so my advice to you would be go on Instagram, go on Twitter, go on Facebook, 
look for indie artists that you like and reach out to them and be like, bro, I think I got a really good idea. Um, all I need for you to do is to draw like first I would do is truncate your story to like six to eight pages. So it's manageable. Give us like the first bite size of it. Have, have this artist draw it and then just use that to pitch to comic book companies. And then what's, what's going to happen is a comic book company is going to get back to you. And then they're going to offer you their terms, like what they could pay you. And then you go to the artist. This is what they could pay us. Do you want to continue? You know, and that's how you go. So like, there's so many people that I know in comics that have lost thousands of dollars in comics that they yeah. have walls full of comics that they're never going to sell. And I try and run my company much different. Like the hallmark of my company is that like, I, I, I just sent out royalty checks like a week ago. Um, I have contractually, I have paid everyone everything that I have been contractually obligated to pay them. I don't owe anybody money. I am not in debt. I have made money in comic books, not a lot, but enough to stay afloat and to continue to stay in the game and publish comics. Like you get into comics to tell stories, you know, and if you make money to like survive, that's great. But it's like, like it's super hard as an indie comic book publisher or writer to make like a serious ton of money. So if you go in saying like, you're going to make a ton of money, probably the wrong concept to have. But if you just want to tell your story and make some side money and help it grow into something that one day could be like this big thing, then I think that's what you should do. So like what I would do is I would go out, try and find an artist that's willing to work with you. Someone that you have a lot of like respect for their art. Don't, don't, uh, it's a uh, <laughs> seriously, you know, I'm telling you, um, the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> but like, don't, don't, what's it called? What's the word I'm looking for? Um, don't settle for anybody. Right. Yeah. You know, find somebody that there's, you really like. Hey, there's some bad artists out there. There is. There are. Let's just there are. let's just be honest. But that's what I would. That's what I would do. I would do six, a six to eight page story, um, with a really sexy front cover. And this is the thing you could teach. So the thing is, I can't draw, but I letter all of my books. I taught myself how to letter. You know, I lay out all the books. I print. I send them all to the printer. You know, like um. So the thing is, just because you're a writer and you're not an artist doesn't mean that you can't be capable. And then you just have to find you have to find one other person to to work with. And then the thing is, if you can't find a publisher, but you have something that's done six to eight pages, then you go to Kickstarter. And if you find a decent enough printer, you could probably print like 500 copies of that book for like a thousand dollars. So now the question is, can you find one person to draw and could you raise a thousand dollars? And if you could do that and then you need probably like right, another two hundred dollars another $200 to file an LLC. So if you can, if you can raise $1,200 and find one other person, you could be a published comic book artist, a uh, published comic book writer. I mean, basically that's what we're talking about here, you know? So it's definitely possible. So that's what I would, if that, I'm sorry, that was long winded, but no, 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 no. That's exactly it's not nearly as, it's not nearly as tough as you think it is. Just find the artist hunt, you know, find the artist and then take it from there. Turn this big giant dream into like twelve to like fifteen small things that you can accomplish on your way to that. You know. So I will I will end it at that. Do you have time after the show, or do you have to dip? Sure, sure. I have a couple minutes after. Phenomenal. Um, yeah, man. So yeah, no, we can talk more after the show. But I, well, I appreciate that answer I because say, Trey is that if you want to do a podcast, I know a guy that is literally made a full produced and uh, recorded and done all the stuff for a full video a full podcast story uh movie i know the guy 
and I don't know why you never asked me about this because I've guy, not done anything with it in a long time. It. I'm just bringing it up now again. I even a year got later. You the job to be the voice in the in oh the movie my gosh. that I produced. <laughs> But no, you don't ask this guy. He's I don't remember podcast ever getting a monetary compensation. We never made that. any money, but I we know, did it. It's okay. I'm joking. I don't care. Patrick, I appreciate that answer because I have this dream. It came from a random daydream thing. And I will tell you after the show, I probably mentioned a couple times on the show, but I think I've got something. Um, I love it. And uh, I think you're awesome. Uh, and I'm really glad she came on the show today. Thank you, sir. Um, of course, dude. Anytime. Uh, Jason? Um, you don't really... Normally, we give a full-page uh, blip. You kind of already did that, so I don't think you need to... Do it again. Who cares? Yeah, sure. Oh, this will also, just because there's a full... We're going to give you a full screen. You do your quick uh, Legacy Comics pitch, and uh, just because now it's on the show. Full screen. Here we go. What's up, everybody? Uh, my name is Patrick Hickey Jr. I'm editor-in-chief of Legacy Comics. If you are into comic books, meaning organic stories, like the stuff from the 80s and 90s from John Byrne and Jim Starlin and Chris Claremont and Todd McFarlane and Rob Liefeld, you will love us. We are a new independent comic book publisher that is all about rekindling organic storytelling, great art, great writing combined into something special. We have hard-boiled noir, we have action-adventure, we have sci-fi, we even have kids' comics. Check us out today, Legacy Comics, C-O-M-I-X dot com. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Good stuff, man. Uh, Trey, do you have any more questions? You're good? I mean, plenty, but we don't have time. I mean, right, cool. Yeah, I mean... Well, for the podcast purposes, that's, do you have any good that's questions? That's okay. That's, it's fine. It's good. Awesome. Yes. All right. Well, this is the time where I'm actually going to make up a song about everything. Yeah. It you is... mean it's... Go ahead, Jason. Say it. It's time for a rap. It didn't happen. There we go. Boom! Let's get it! Sweet. All right. So, Patrick, is there... Do you want me just to talk about what we talked about, or is there anything else you'd like me to add into the rap? Not nah, do um, it, that man. We didn't have talk fun. No, so... nah, man. Have fun. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Trey, when you're ready, I'm ready. Sweet. Let's get it. Yo, 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 we got DJ sound effects, Scott the Summers and Patrick Hickey Jr. on the mic. Let's get it. Now we had a good day, I could say all the words are do Only if I knew it, I was gonna make it on the truth We're making video game legends in our life He had his son playing Mario 3, right? Or Mario 2, I don't remember, dude I messed up and then I said that I couldn't drew I'm playing 3D World with my three-year-old And she's like, oh, here we go, now I gotta fall Over and over again, so many continues, bro We died so many times in the game, oh I'm about to lose it and I'm waiting for the day Trey's teaching his fiance, hey, how to play all all the games like she never go so many ways and so many flows so many times she can never make it through this is what they said and they can't be told man how much did a gaming computer cost anyways anyways i'm just trying to talk because i run away i did it all because i never break through we got the things because we keeping it cool like a homeless dude trying to figure out his life like andre you gotta keep it so tight but now you run up on the mic looking for the way that you go now you gotta say wrestle quest was a thing yo that you did over 60 voices that's cool 
and you're gonna be a world record holder, ooh. That's so cool, I could never say it all. Only if I couldn't fall, like I gotta hear it, y'all. One time, two time, three time, four. Now we gotta be this one time the floor. Why, Trey, did you put me in a quiz that I was gonna lose about video games, kid? This dude wrote seven books, only if he be interviewed every cool thing you could be. Oh, then I see what I did, only right time. Now I'm yelling out loud, wonder why I still can't cry. Tears roll down my eye, wonder what I'm doing if I really can't try. Oh, now we gotta say that it be, hey, he did this cool thing with his daughter, G. She did the ladybug and the friend, only if I couldn't make what I do. And that's in, ooh, look at it, she has a variant cover too. You could color on it, that's cool, only if you couldn't pretend that it be so amazing that you gotta say that I see. Oh, which I think it's cool that you wanna do story about... Me and a sister, oh worry Now but can't say the same And then I gotta break it cause it's in my brain Maintain only if he did read and failed He was trying to be Nicolas Cage Yeah, that's kill Er, only if he couldn't say that it go And then he did an off-Broadway show Comic book, I can say that it is Everything that we couldn't break in kid And I don't know if I remembered everything But I know that I couldn't scream out loud B, ha. Now you gotta check out the comics There's so many things that they got Domit, and he's always talking about about the job if you know but i love wrestling so i think it's out of control oh bro now i gotta say jake the snake got you jobs man you gotta pay the dude hey and only if you can't define the rhyme i'm listening to you saying these guys need to learn how to review all these things that they do they don't even know what they gotta stop and move oh ah now my rip rhymes i guess i'm only done because i'm feeling full of time Did I get good everything? stuff. Good stuff. I think I got almost everything today. Mm-hmm. I think good. you hit it. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> you're not supposed to. I hope that you're not paying attention. That'd be weird. Uh, no, I was. I, the thing is, I can because I can just absentmindedly beatbox and listen to what you're saying most of the time. Just like me, I can absolutely mildly freestyle and um, wait and make a bologna and egg and cheese sandwich at the same at time. The same time. While burning your hands, man. Thank you so much, Patrick. I I love. Uh, we can have you on the show every week if we wanted to. Uh, I always love talking to you about all the stuff that you do. And as I said, he doesn't want to be on our show every week, though. I know, I know. he has <laughs> he has eighty five other things to do. I always love about that is that he does like eight things, um, and I can barely do one thing at a time and he somehow writes books still works as a professor uh still he's a good dad <laughs> and still does all these things um and makes it happen but it's like that's the trick about dreaming uh i remember so many years ago i uh was at this conference talking about uh, uh being shrewd and the idea that you work but then at the nighttime, you keep working for that dream you once you get off your work doesn't mean you stop working it means you start dreaming and working until you go to sleep and but if you're living your dream are you really working you're working twice as hard yeah (laughs) great answer (laughs) and everything is personal i love when they say oh it's not personal it's everything's personal oh i didn't even ask you about reviews for the comics oh i bet that's rough now is that worse than the video games because that's yeah oh the oh yeah and well (laughs) then the thing is too like so many like comic book reviewers it's like oh are not good no you know but luckily we've been we've gotten nothing but like really good reviews you know so there's been a couple of stinkers in there now, but it's just like yeah no has there anybody and, and you should just do this you should take this idea is there anybody that you're like 
they did a terrible review, but they still loved the stuff. And you just want to like send them a quick, like, you know what? I do a course. You just got yourself a free credit to come to see my course. Have you done that? It's happened. It's happened. Yeah. Yeah. They, it's happened. They actually respond. Oh, where I was just like, you know, you should, a, a sentence consists of a subject verb and an object and you don't, you don't have that in the entire review, but you really liked it. So thank you. But you know, if you want to be taken seriously, like da, 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 da. I can help you out <laughs> just real quick. It's a, I try it's not like to you though. You can't now. even critique my stuff correctly. So <laughs> it's I won't what, even you know take your critique. It's hard though, because it's like when you get older, it's like, I'll give you guys a quick example. I know we're done, but like I, I have people all the time, like when WrestleQuest came out, they're like, oh, you know, like in that part of the game when you're in this town and you know, th there's a bug there. And I'm like, I just did voice acting on the game. <laughs> I'm not the developer. <laughs> so the thing is though, like maybe like, cause I'm 40 now, maybe when I was 30, maybe when I was, you know, you know, 25, I would have been like, Oh my God. And I would have contacted the developer and be like, we need to fix this and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, I think I started to become as successful as I have been by just saying, okay, I can only control the things that Excellent. my hands are on, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, I can't, I, I you know, I, I'm at the point where it's just like, I literally can't like, it's just like, what do you want me to do? Like, I'll just, I can just do the best that I can do with what I have, you know, and live to fight another day. And as long as I don't ignorantly or lazily make a mistake, I'm okay with any other mistakes that I make. If I make an honest to God mistake, or if I'm not talented enough to pull something off, then I have to eat that and I have to try and fight to be better tomorrow. But it's just like trying to change every single thing, even the things that I'm not like even remotely like involved in. I can't do it, you know? So it's just like, I don't even waste the energy anymore, you know? So it's hard. Awesome, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It sounds like it. Well, it's rough. Thank you, everybody, for watching the show. Make sure you like and subscribe. If you haven't put the heart on this stream, please do that for us right now because I know you loved it. And um, please uh, watch, uh, you know, the the podcast version of this will come out tomorrow. So make sure you share that and tell people about it. Um, and uh, thank you again, uh, Patrick, for being on the show um and uh, to our amazing sponsors if you're looking for a new website go to nomadweb.design um they have websites and we get paid if you buy one so please do that um and uh, uh our good friend at uh oh man boss man visual man I try, I try oh to, no i try Just to fail big. terribly yeah <laughs> um but if you want to know about how we boss get visual cool media there it is. He uh, get us a theme and some stuff that we use. Uh, all everything else is done by this guy. So if you uh, if you like that stuff, make sure you thank me because I'm amazing. Um, and <laughs> um, but uh, again, we do do this live every Monday. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, and when man, this sounds like this is live. It is. It's every Monday at uh, CST at, on Facebook, Twitch, and um, somewhere else. Uh, oh. YouTube. five youtube 5 that's p.m 5 p.m cst 6 p.m est you yes. missed the time i was you just said cst they're like wait what <laughs> and uh we would love to have you in the comments talking to us um and if you have somebody that you want to be on the show please contact us trey am i i'm totally forgetting stuff please just go i just want to say if you guys want to be on the show uh there is opening slots we have a calendar up um, and we are pretty much, I mean, I don't know how far booked out we are, Jason. 
We're booked out till the uh, middle of February. Okay, so there you go. We got some spots opening up uh, towards the uh, well, after February. Um, and uh, we would love to have you guys on the show. We talk about a little bit of everything. It's a variety show. We try to keep it funny. Um, but we do say some serious things here, here and there because, you know, um, life is short. We try to keep it funny. But there always is the, uh, you know, reality of uh, life from time to time. Um, but uh, yeah, we'd love to have you on. Hit us up on uh, Fools for You on Facebook. Uh, if you hit us up through the messenger, that's our easiest way to uh, contact us. Or our website, Fools for You, the number four, the letter U dot com. Uh, now it's time for Trey's favorite favorite part. Uh, this is the therapy session where I brought in uh, Doctor Therapy, uh, Doctor Therapy, Doctor Therapy himself, <laughs> Patrick Hickey Jr. Uh, to come talk to you about some issues that he's noticed in the notes. Um, in your life and at the at the end of that we'll uh close out and uh, patrick stay online so trey can pitch everything to you <laughs> oh my god oh boy i don't have a pitch but i've got something anyway doctor right, thank you so much for, for it, coming doctor. in today uh, i can't wait for a session yeah no problem man um I, i've been hearing you've been um having problems sleeping because you're uh your fiance has been destroying you in League of Legends. I mean, how does how how is that making you feel? You know, it's crazy because she only started literally a couple weeks ago, and has somehow bettered me in every way. Uh, and I, you know, I tried to teach her. I'm trying to be humble, but I just can't dodge because she's I don't know in my brain. I don't know what's going on. I'm having a really tough time not breaking my keyboard i mean uh not you know throwing something off my table um every time that i die because she's so much better than i am now have you considered playing an easier game with her like katamari damacy or paraka the rapper to to try and lessen the blow when you when, when you lose in, in a game that you care about like league of legends you know honestly i i thought about pac-man Honestly, mm -hmm. for for just, you know, left, right, up, and down is all I have to press and worry about. So um, I don't have to worry about skill shots and ultimates and pressing the right button and the right time. Um, but I did think about that. Um, it's just, uh, I, I just can't do it right now, man. I don't know what I've done, but I've created a monster. Jason has said that uh, before the show, he was telling me that this is carried over into... Um, other aspects of your relationship like um that she's asked you to to clean the house in, in a flowery dress um how how do you respond to such things after losing in league of legends you know i love my fiance i probably will never wear a dress um if the money's right i don't know i'm just kidding <laughs> no absolutely not i will never wear a dress um you know, she she's asked me to do many minimal tasks uh, around the house that we don't have the proverbial house. Um, but uh, it's it's been rough. It's been rough because there's other things that come into play, like um, making me do it while doing a handstand. Um, and I'm quickly becoming, you know, more adept at the games that I play because I'm tired of uh, constantly standing on my hands. So now I have to ask you a serious question. Um... You're playing Mario Kart with your fiance. You're in you're in second place. Mm -hmm. You're about to finish the race. Mm -hmm. You've got the blue shell. 
I do. Do you hesitate or do you drop the blue shell? Oh, well, every time. <laughs> every time I'm pressing that button. Now, to be fair, I'll drop back a little bit just to let her, you know, kind of think that she's going to win. I have to press it every time, though, man. If I think I think I think that's your problem. I think we're about to have a breakthrough. I think I think you're lying to yourself by allowing her an opportunity to win when you should just cr crush her dreams the second that they become realized because then this will make your defeat in League of Legends a little like easier for you to stomach. So, destroy her dreams before she destroys yours. <laughs> it seems like an that seems like amazing advice on paper. Um, and on all's that fair note, and love that's and war. how we're going to end the show. Remember, destroy other people's dreams before they before destroy you yours. Your yes. <laughs> Spoken from a true professional. Uh, all right, Patrick, you've been an amazing guest. Uh, I had a great time talking about comics, voice acting, and the like. Thanks for being my therapist today. I really needed that uh, just to get out all the uh, actual things that are going on in my life right now. Um, no problem. You're, you're welcome anytime, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. Much appreciated. Thank you, guys. All right, Jason. Uh, let's wrap up the show. Flows for you. Flows for you. Wait. <laughs> do you see Hello? that? This is what we do now? Plus, this I found my ex-girlfriend in the morgue I once worked at. Ugh. Oh my god, no! She gave me the cold shoulder! <laughs> hey, hey, Jaime, is she, is she ghosting you? <laughs> or is she giving you the silent treatment? I'm here all week, folks. Flows for you, flows for you. Jason! This is what we do now. This is what we do. Love you guys. Take care. Have a good night. Don't let the bed bugs bite. And stay as far away from Jason in public as possible because he's stinky. Just kidding. I love him. He doesn't stink. Deuces! Are you looking for a different kind of podcast? How about informative and clean? It will make you laugh. Scout and trade, yeah, that's what we do. We got a little funny thing keeping it true. Hey, we take your topics and all your ideas and bring in a guest and we answer them there. Then we make a freestyle rap and do it for you. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep, flows to you, flows to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows to you, flows to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows to you.